Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome along to a slightly overcast but still dry and still relatively warm Watkins Glen International. Temperature in the air, 20 Celsius on the track. It's up to 33 Celsius. That's 68 Fahrenheit in the air and 91 on the track. I'm John Hindoff in the IMSA Global Broadcast Centre. And joining me is Shea Adam. A little bit of bonus coverage for you this Thursday as we approach 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Eastern summer time. We've got free practice too for a 27 car Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup this weekend. And two races that we'll have live for you in sound and vision. We'll bring you up to date with what happened in FP1 this morning, which you will be able to download from imsaradio.com. That all comes up in a few moments time, live here on IMSA Radio. The E-Day Mitsu Master MX-5 Cup Presented by BF Goodrich On IMSA Radio Shit, Adam, just off to my right Good afternoon uh, Let's bring everybody up to date with what happened This morning we had a tiny Tiny little red flag at the end It was red and checkered almost together I think we lost 90 seconds uh, Of running, what was the upshot Of that? Hello, first and foremost. Oh, yeah, sorry. Hello. Hello, and uh, welcome to Watkins Glen, where it is sprinkling outside, so it is barely raining to uh, much the dismay of many drivers, but it's not enough to actually influence anything, so that's the good news. Uh, we did have that red flag at the very last moments of the session. What happened was a bit of debris that Hannah Zeller struck in car number 74 about four laps before any issue came to pass. Well, the issue that came to pass was the debris that she hit well, it went through her oil pan in the bottom of the car. It spread the oil all over the exit of turn five, but four laps after she hit the debris, she then came to a stop on the side of the track, rightfully so, not doing any further damage to her Mazda engine. But the second car through the oil spray was Thomas Annunziata, who then went off uh, in a spectacular fashion and is now in a backup car. So we are going to have two identical Autism Speaks cars out on the racetrack. Ah. Celine Roland's backup car is now Thomas Annunziata's primary car for the remainder of this weekend. It has right. a number 10 on it, but it does look like a watermelon. That's not something we're accustomed to. Right, okay. Uh, so no different pieces of tape or wing mirror differences or anything like not that? Not yet. Please, Shay, please help yes. us. We beg of you, Hicks yes. and Motorsports. Absolutely. We did have another issue in this session. That came the way of Sam Paley, unfortunately. Sam went out. He did his warm-up lap, shifted, felt a clunk, oh dear. went Oh, no, I think I know what that was. Uh, shifted again, felt the clunk even worse. Then downshifted, felt the clunk get even worse, and came into the pit lane. 
part of the metal, which encapsulates the um, the transmission tunnel, connects the gearbox to the, um, so the bell housing. to the diff. Yeah, it's sheared off completely. Oh, the no. part that holds the diff. And he's seen it happen before in a similar manner on cars for guys that he helps coach. He saw two of them, as a matter of fact, in the first three sessions last weekend when he was coaching. But that's what happened to the McCombie McAleer car. They have fixed it completely. Sam Paley is back out there, and he seemed to be in very good spirits, John, because he said, we don't learn that much from practice one. We really get a handle on our race cars in practice two, which is what has gone green flag now. And already we're at 28 minutes to go. The, this morning, our times, I think we had five, maybe six cars uh, down in the one minute and nine bracket. Uh, I should be able to find that out. Uh, Results.emsa.com. Yeah, absolutely. Available um, to the public as well, by the way. If you're listening in somewhere around the world and you would like to see a timing screen, go to results.imsa.com and then click the tab that says live timing and you'll be able to get the same wonderful Alchemel system that we see. Here which, in the booth, yeah. Yeah, it uh, denotes purple for uh, overall best and blue for personal best. So you'll be seeing a lot of those on these opening laps as it's not rained enough to really affect anything uh, maybe some driver psyches but even then it, it's barely even been a sprinkle 2090 jared thomas's lap record uh was didn't come uh that was sorry that was our quickest lap this morning and connor zillich's 208440 from last year didn't come uh, under threat then by half a second or thereabouts but we did have three cars within a second and a half. Jared Thomas, Aaron Johnson, who is the championship leader. Nate Cicero was the best of the rookies in third. So JTR, GTR, McCombie, then Robert Nowicki racing with Robert behind the wheel of the number 13 car in fourth. Max Apalski in fifth. Gresham Wagner in sixth. Batura, Palermo, <laughs> Fletcher and James Hinchcliffe inside the top ten at almost exactly a second away from... Jared Thomas, his team leader and mentor, one of his mentors that name this seems weekend. Familiar. It it does um, it does bear mentioning that JTR always always share their data between their customers anyway, so they're not doing anything different just because James is around. I uh, mean, there's a bit more maple syrup, but that's the only difference. <laughs> It'll be the good stuff as well. Oh, of course. Thomas Anunziata has just pulled onto the pit lane in that number 10, which now is uh, green, pink, and black. You know, I kind of don't have a problem with another Autism Speaks car in the field and raising money for the uh, Austin Hatcher Foundation, as that livery is. It's a very good cause. And if you haven't heard about the Austin Hatcher Foundation, I strongly encourage you to go online to do some research, look into it a bit further, and... Uh, Maybe have a little tug at your heartstrings, as tends to happen. It's a wonderful organization. Out on the racetrack, Gresham Wagner going quickly. Something that I feel we've said several times over the last couple of years, John. The uh, champion two years ago finished third in points last year and had the purple sector time next to his name after the first time of asking. But now it's gone the way of Aaron Johnson. Those JTR cars are very quick. And I asked this morning because I noticed some tires looked a little bit um, suspicious in the fact that they hadn't yet been used. They still had the stickers on them. 
MMR, McCombie Mackler Racing, they went out this morning on used tires. So the times that we saw from the drivers at the front, yes, Cicero had stickers, but the other guys, they still were figuring it out, learning the track, learning how to draft, and trying to get through the most important part of the track, the bus stop, effectively. Because in that part of the track, if you are tucked up right underneath the guy ahead of you, it's a very nerve-wracking experience. Mm. If you do it correctly, you can gain a second and a half lap. Probably can just hear the cars going past underneath us. Our global broadcast centre right on the start-finish line. Uh, which is red, white and blue this weekend. Not checkered red and white. <laughs> checkered red, blue and white. If that makes sense. There goes the number 8-0 of Ethan Tyler. Ethan Tyler, who improves to 7th position. These are all first laps. Hernan Palermo has a drive-through penalty that he is serving now, plus 17 kilometers an hour. That is serious effort. Uh, but the thing serious I was effort. giggling about, John, is Hernan Palermo has his windshield wipers going, and he has since leaving at the pit lane. So I was wondering if maybe Hernan was trying to push a button to make the windshield wipers go off and instead turn the pit speed limiter off. Ah. Could have happened. Windshield wipers are still fully ablaze, though. At IMSA Radio, if you'd like to get in touch, this is FP2, Free Practice 2, Edomitsu, Mazda, MX Cup. Good to have your company wherever you are. Gresham Wagner is P1 now with Aaron Johnson second, Jared Thomas in third, and then Jeremy Fletcher once again in the fourth position. Really good showing for the young rookie. Robert Noeker rounding out the top five. Thanks to Curry Cobb, by the way, who is up in London, making sure that this goes to the world. It oh, was, hey, Kez. It was... She had to fight her way through London traffic. Oh, boy. Not happy. Um, we've got three cars that are showing us in the pit lane. Sam Paley, Hannah Zellers, and Celine Rolland. Well, I have seen one of the watermelon cars out on track. I know that's Thomas Nunziata. So the next time they come by, keep your eyes open. 87 74 28. There's 28 is the sole red Mazda this yeah, time. That is, that is in the pit lane. I okay. can see that. That's so Sam. That's Sam. Yep. Uh, so Hannah Zellers, who had a, a malfunctioning transponder in the first practice session. Her and Woody Hyman, wasn't it? Correct. So the fact that it's Celine now, that is different from this morning. But the continuity of Hannah Zellers still not having the... Uh, the best luck with transponders so far. Sam Paley uh, getting quite a lot of remedial attention from his team down there. Huh. The car up on the jack stands. Left-hand door is off. Oh. Bonnet is open. And the maximum amount of uh, mechanics who are allowed to work are working in there. <laughs> Uh, we've just had two of the Copeland cars dinged for track limits. That would be the two and the 22. So the two of Max Zapalski and the 22 of Jeremy Fletcher. John Jodwan has been dinged for track limits at turn eight as well. That's uh, car number 39. And I have not yet seen Celine Rolland. So I'm wondering if maybe he is missing from this session so far. There's Farhan Siddiqui going by underneath us in the Lightning McQueen liveried car. Never gets old. Never gets old. And you know that when we get lots of fans in tomorrow and uh, Saturday, that also will be a fan favorite. 
I know Rexy gets a lot of attention, but how can you not cheer for Lightning McQueen? Always. Always, always. So, big clump of cars coming up next will be headed by Gresham Wagner, just coming through the heel of the boot now to turn nine. We look to our right-hand side. Good afternoon, if you're joining us. Thursday afternoon here at Watkins Glen International. It is the Sealand Six Hours Weekend. Uh, and this is Edomitu Mazda MX-5 Cup, presented by BF Goodrich Tyres. Free practice too. Back in Europe, it is just after six o'clock. So maybe some of you on your way home, listening live via imsaradio.com or the RSL player. Been a busy few weeks and it will continue so to be. Le Mans, then Flywheel Festival in the last two weekends. Actually, Creventic and Le Mans uh, in the same weekend. Then Flywheel Festival last weekend. We've got Sealand Six Hours of the Glen and everything else that goes with it this weekend. Plenty of live action, much of which will be in sound and vision. If you go to the bottom of RadioLeMond.com, anything with a TV alongside it, you should be able to get pictures from it. Uh, unless you are... Uh, in for the big race you're in the States because that will be... Actually, it's not NBC uh, this weekend. It is... I think it's Peacock this weekend. USA Network? Oh, it might be USA. I think it's Peacock for the first three hours and then USA Network for the second. You may be right. I could be completely off on that, though. Check local listings yes. for details <laughs> is what we should say at this point because... Uh, if you're anywhere else in the world... Just go to IMSA.TV. Yeah. Yeah. But I do know that Brian Till is part of the broadcast group this weekend ah, um, in right. the booth. Okay. Ah, that explains something then. Uh, so more uh, lap times being invalidated. It doesn't really count for anything right now. No, but it gets you on the naughty list. You can only run off the track so many times and a cruise race att controls attention so many times before they start dinging you uh, with uh, with extreme prejudice. They'll uh, they'll start knocking you time after time, and then they'll start issuing you drive-through penalties. So you don't really want to use up all of your good fortune, especially in a practice session. If you're going to do this, do it in qualifying. Mm. You'll get your lap time deleted, but at least you won't have to make a trip down the pit lane. Who's that who just went purple? Jared Thomas, fastest overall through the first sector. Robert Noaker did improve after setting that fast lap time. Oh, my goodness. What consistency from Noaker. 209-229 was his fastest. The next time by 209-3000. That's impressive, especially when you consider it's a 3.4-mile track with 11 turns. And all it takes is one slight hiccup in any one of those turns to get rid of your speed. All right, Jared Thomas, where are you? You should be crossing the line here shortly. See if you can move to the top of the charts where you were for the end of that first practice session. Where is the clump of cars? There we go. All right, coming into the final turn. Leading the way is Ethan Tyler. Then there is a space back to bright yellow fronted car. I don't think that's Woody Hyman, though. Let's see. As they come out of turn 11 and cross start finish, there goes Ethan Tyler. It is Woody Hyman, indeed, being pushed by Jared Thomas. So, Jared might not improve on that lap. Nope, he did. 208.997. What a lap for Jared. Is that the first 208 we've had today, John? Yes, absolutely is. 
Really good effort. All right, drive through for Jeremy Fletcher. As he is serving it now. Again, see, that's what I'm talking about. Don't go off the track too many times now because you're going to start serving drive through penalties. That's exactly what happened with Fletcher. He went off at turn one. Race control said, nope. You've done that a few times too many. Come make a trip down the pit lane, which crucially takes you out of the draft. Ah, very good point. He's going to be, what, a third of the track behind by the time uh, he finishes serving that penalty? Not going to learn very much driving around on your own. No, good point. Very good point. Best of the rookies right now is Nate Cicero. He's in the eighth position to 10 427. So a second and a half off the best time from Jared Thomas. Anunziata is out on the track now. I Now, I did ask the question. I have texted uh, to find out where Celine Rolland is because he is not out on the track. He's not on the pit lane. There he is coming out of the garage area now. I was worried for half a second, John, that maybe Anunziata had mugged Celine and just taken his car instead of taking the backup car. He just said, no, Celine, yours is working pretty well. I'll, I'll take that. You did realize you pointed there. I did. Yeah. I did. Works well on radio. But I said, there he is, which we were looking for a car. He was missing. Now he's been found. At least I didn't say, look at that. I feel like that's the biggest radio faux pas. And that somewhere in the world, the responsible adult would be glaring over her glasses at me if I said that. Who just improved that lap? Uh... Clayton Ketcher. Wow, the rookie making his debut in the championship this weekend. Two races on the year, Watkins Glen and Road America for Clayton. And he's up into the sixth position, best of the rookies. Very good lap. Gresham Wagner up into second, 209.027. Don't think it's going to be an improvement this lap, though. He had a slightly slower sector one. About a second and a half off, actually. Let's see. Who else is there doing well? Anunziata is still getting up to speed in the new car. Here comes Jeremy Fletcher on an outlap. Yep, that's from serving the penalty. Now. Yep. In the number 22 Copeland car. So <laughs> he's a little bit out of position at the moment in well, 24th. Because all of his times have been disallowed Correct. for track limits. Correct. So let's actually try and keep it between the time, the lines, Jeremy, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. Easy for me to say from up here. Uh, Into the pit lane for Alex Batura and Heather Hadley. Alec, uh, Alex and Heather coming in together for spark performance. They've been doing a bit of drafting out there. Improvement last time around for Gresham Wagner in the other spark car. Oh. Uh, he is up to second with a 2092. Still only one car, Jared Thomas for JTR. We're in the 208, 208,997. John, is it just my eyes or is it raining harder now? I can actually see rain falling across the way. If you stare can at you? the purple tree, there are raindrops going through. Oh, that's not purple, but yes, you're right. I still don't think it's enough it's to It's not enough wet to mess with anyone. However, you're in an open top car here. You'll get it on the windscreen. You'll get it perhaps as well. On your visor. But it's falling in the other direction. It'll be bothering them coming up the S's and going into the bus stop. The rest of the oh, track, though, heavier, it's going to come almost into the back of your car, in effect, not really being an issue. Nobody tells you when you race open-top cars how cold and wet you get when it rains. Behind the safety car. Oh, even worse. Really? And uh, I many, 
well, what, three years ago now, four years ago now, I raced a, a Radical SR3 uh, and it was a hoot and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But not, you know, it started life as a racing car, not as a road car, as Hinch is staying over to the right-hand side in the All Canada car. All uh, Canada. Uh, yeah, thank you. I can't keep going. I know. Um, I, I, was, know you can. I was giggling there slightly because final warning for Max Zapalski for track limits. Is that final, five. final? It says in all caps, final yeah. warning. So, yes, that uh, that is fairly serious. Um, and Max Zapalski set a lap time and had it disallowed. Jeremy Fletcher set a lap time. Had oh, it disallowed. Jeremy. He's now done that six times. And Where's he going off? Uh, turn eight. Okay, that so he's running too wide at the exit of the boot. We've the seen that. Of the, boot. Uh, the, the heel of the boot. Yeah, yep. you do. I think you do get a little bit of an advantage there. Oh, you because do because you can you can break much later, and there's just enough room before you get to nine to get the car hauled over to the right hand side of the road. Slightly uphill there as well, so that helps to slow yeah. you down. Slightly uphill. When was the last time you walked it? Mm. It's quite 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 uphill. Your calves will be complaining by the Slightly end of it. Slightly uphill in the car. You know, it's actually funny. I was talking with James Hayosh, one of the drivers uh, for JTR, in this little break. He said that doing the track walk yesterday was a completely new experience for him <laughs> because he'd never done a track walk. And doing it here, he never realized how up and down the track was because, sure, you experience it in the car, but when you're walking it, it makes a big difference. And Aaron Siegel and I just kind of looked at him and went, yeah. Yeah, this place has a lot of elevation. I was in the middle earlier on of saying what a busy time it's been for us here uh, on IMSA Radio and across the RSL network with uh, Le Mans uh, and Kravenic a couple of weekends ago with Flywheel, a new classic event, or uh, a classic event rather, that we put to air at last weekend. Next weekend, of course, it is Le Mans Classic. Oh. And just had the word through that Rafa Nadal is going to be throwing the first sets of tricolours uh, for that. He did do the Le Mans 24 hours five years ago, if you remember. You were there. So we had the goat give the tricolour. Yeah. Yep. And, and I did hear a lot of people were arguing over the fact that LeBron James is he perhaps got, not the goat. He, he got, is the goat. And he got a brilliant reception from the fans on the start-finish line. As he should. He is... It, he, it was proper... I'm, I'm getting goosebumps. I was up in the SEO Tribune, uh, not where we normally do the... Um, not where we do the commentary from. And we thought it would be a bit different to to do it from there for the 100th anniversary running uh, of the event. And it was proper... It, it was proper respect and joyous applause and cheers That's from wonderful. everybody. And the way the French, you know, they do all the national anthems in the build-up and they leave the French one, the Marseillais, to last. And incredible, hmm. incredible. It was like a trained choir was singing it. Uh, and the brass band, the other thing I really like about that at Le Mans is all the national anthems are played by the local police band. Huh. They're, they're not recorded. So at the start and on the podium, mm. so when they play the national anthems, they are actually played. It was it was phenomenal. Great. And it was good good to see LeBron. He's a big car fan. And uh, he was 
thoroughly enjoying himself. He and Pierre Fillon, the president of the ACO, made an interesting looking pair because Pierre is not the tallest of people and LeBron is. <laughs> yes, yes, He quite. is literally the tallest of people. Anyway, well, and I, I Rafa, also saw Rafa that, will um, be waving, waving the flag. And uh, Rafa, who's just been dethroned as mm -hmm. the GOAT in tennis by Novak Djokovic, who's now won yet another Grand Slam, uh, now holds the record for most Grand Slams for male I might not say players. that to him next weekend. No, but I think I would because I would say, hey, when are you going to win another one and when you dethrone him? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But also Tom Brady, the GOAT. And if anyone tells Brian Sellers that I just said that out loud, I will end you. Um, but it's true. You look at the outside influence of all these other sporting facets, paying attention to racing now. Well, are uh, here for a reason. Tom Brady's company, Brady's name, was on a car at Le Mans. Exactly. It was on the Hertz Jota. Racing Gold uh, Porsche 963, the Jota car. Oh, I heard an air gun there. Uh, who's in the pit lane getting some fresh BF Goodrich? Hannah's in. Uh, Hannah hasn't jo gone out yet. Jonathan Neudorf. Uh, oh, right, Hannah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Sam Paley has just gone out after oh. all of that work on the number 28, the, the bright red car. Jonathan Neudorf has just gone out, and Robert Neuecker has just gone out as well. Might be someone just testing their air gun then. Eight minutes on the nose to That's go. That's it. Gresham Wagner is P1, 208.629. Last lap around. That's well, only the second person in the... 208. He took a lap and went slowly, cooling off the tires, and then set that time. Now he's purple again through sector one, so clearly he's got a lot of pace in that car. He's in a huge group of cars uh, that includes, among others, uh, James Hayosh is towards the front of that, but there's somebody in front of him who's just got out. I think that's Robert Neuiger. Yes, it is. Hmm. Then behind him... Uh, it is the number two of Max Apalski. Uh, in there as well is, I think, Anthony McIntosh. Yes, that was the 69. They're all coming through. And right in the middle of that pack is Gresham Wagner. And oh. there must be at least here a dozen cars coming back to the start-finish line. So if we look to the right now, we should be seeing them coming through turn 10. Oh, yeah. 88, the bright orange car, goes through across the line, and uh, Justin Brigandi improves to a 2.13. Oh, my goodness. That is a massive group. Uh, John Salm and Thomas are together. I do see those two cars once again. It is Woody Hyman leading the way from Alex Bashura. then the 81, then the 50, 69, 23, 5, 87, 2, 24, 96, 10, 80, 23, 1339. Hey, I could do NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. There was exactly 20 cars. Whew. In, in as quick as Shea was reading them out. Now, at the front of that little group now, cycling through to the front is Alex Petura, who's oh. coming up over the top of the rise and just uh, halfway down the straight towards the inner loop, the bus stop. Uh, who did we... Say was ahead of them. That was Justin Brigandi, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes. In the light, light orange car. Sam Paley, just off the tail of that field. I think he's a bit too far back to yeah, feel the is. effects of the draft. Just coming through turn three now, climbing the hill as the tail end of that group will be breaking round about now <laughs> into the inner loop, into the bus stop. And Sam, having said that, so this is just Sam's first lap yeah so he he needs he, he may have just mistimed that 
I did that in a go-kart last week. Mm. Felt awful. Because everyone just starts to pull away from you. And you go, no, I just waited an entire lap for you to get back around. But to be honest, I didn't really want to be in that group. It was a bit too contentious. Two elbows out. Another group at the front of the pack is just five cars. Looks like a couple of them are MMR cars, though. So maybe they can work together to try and get a good setup on things. Gresham Wagner... A decent lap time, but Jared Thomas, personal best first sector and a very good second sector. See if maybe he can improve upon the lap time. Get within four-tenths of Gresham Wagner. Into the pits comes Heather Hadley once again from Spark Performance. Mm -hmm. Four minutes and 45 seconds to go in this, the final practice session of the weekend for That's the Mazda MX-5 Cup. That is a good point. Sam Paley, obviously he's doing his own best sectors because he hasn't set a representative lap james hinchcliffe final warning turn one um glenn mcgee exact same thing teammates hmm, wonder if they were on track together final warning as a drive-through issued for her non-palermo that's car number 20 for turn one and he's lost his drive time that's his second drive-through penalty of this session john this mm. team's going to be getting on the horn to him soon i was going to say um what that might do is just well i don't think how much how long's left Un Five, unless he's minutes. really silly I th he should be all right but he doesn't want to get parked for the start of start of qualifying shit does he no no for sure well i mean i say that we don't know what the conditions are going to be like for the start of qualifying tomorrow morning they are first on track 8 to 8:20 going out there for their qualifying session it, they should be able to get what, seven laps during that session? If they all behave and, and go about their business in a nice orderly fashion, maybe more than that. But it's not going to be a lot of laps, so you don't want to be parked for any time because you will be losing time on track unless it's raining and then the grid is set by points because they don't get the guaranteed minimum green flag time. But that, that's a lot of maybes. Maybe, maybe. Uh Hernan Palermo has just done his drive through and he was pinged next lap around. So he got his drive through on lap nine. Um, he's coming uh, now, but by, before he came in, he got another track limits. And these are all at turn one, running yeah. across the exit at turn one. Again, a place where you can make up time. Yep. Anybody, anybody who's driven this on any sim, <laughs> on any platform game, knows that if you don't get a slowdown or a X in iRacing or XS, you can just go all the way around the outside of turn one and almost go all the way out to the wall and then straighten it up for turn two. Yep, the line in Forza is quite different from the actual racing line as well. well I and I saw many professional drivers, or professional gamers, I should say, uh, taking full advantage of that. Into the pits comes uh, Woody Hyman, uh, who is in the 50 this weekend? That's Grant West again. It's a different livery. Uh, Ethan Tyler in the 80 and Jared Thomas in the 96. I would assume that they will be done because a minute and 50 left on the clock. They would have to really hustle. They definitely won't get another representative lap time in during this session. If they did want to go back out and just see if a change works. Well, Robert Noeker just made the change. He just went to second. Mm. 208-893 for the driver of the number 13 machine. 
And then it's JTR, 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 Hickson, JTR, Cumbi um, McAleer for John Chetuan. Good showing from John. Very good. And then Thomas Nunziata, Nate Cicero for Hickson and MMR to round out the top 10. Sam Pelli did get a lap in. It only good enough for 23rd position, 2.11.7. I don't think that McCumbie McAleer racing and car is, is happy. He's not in the draft. He's driving around by himself. Yeah, but that's is that is that three seconds? Everyone else has been with someone. Well, the only other car that's been solo has been Farhan Siddiqui for the remainder of this session. Who's just come into the pit lane, actually. But every other car has been in the pack at some point in time during this session. Check it. Flag going out in about forty seconds. Now it's going to be tight to whether this pack gets another lap or not. At the moment, taking a turn on the front. This is more like. Uh, Grand Tour commentary, James Hiyoshi on the front of the peloton at the moment of Master MX-5s. James Hinchcliffe is in there right behind him in the number three car. He finished 10th in the first session. He's lying fifth at the moment. He was just over a second away from pole in the first second. He's eight tenths, nearly nine tenths. So he's closing up. He's learning. That's what you'd expect of somebody with Hinch's experience. Across the line they go. Three, two, one, checkered flag. They so get they this lap. get this lap of one more. Aaron Johnson, championship leader, up to fourth in the 24 car for JTR. Spark, Robert Noaker Racing, JTR, 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 and Hickson for your top six. All the big teams there, maybe with the exception of Copeland, their best driver at the moment is in ninth position. That's Max Op Opalski. MMR in eighth. MMR in eighth, correct. John Chaudois. And Thomas Anunziata, the best of the rookies, but only just by under a tenth of a second. Tenth, Anunziata, eleventh, Nate Cicero. And look at that. Clayton Kircher, only one spot further back off those two. Matthew Dirk splitting them. So for his debut weekend, Clayton Kircher is sure putting on a good performance so far. Jared Thomas is coming to the line again, but this is an outlap. So not sure what they were doing there because he's not going to improve his time. He'll be no better than third they could be seeing if the setup change made a difference true true next time the cars are on track it's for qualifying so that's when it starts to count and he's pitted jared's pitted in the distinctive um satin red actually looks really nice in this sunshine that's it a does. slightly different color that so here's the last dash to the line for everybody as they stream across in front of us let's see who improves Matthew Dirks does not. Woody Hyman does not. Jeremy Fletcher does. Gets down to a 2.10.8 in the number, 20 uh, number 22 car for Copeland. Alex Pachura improved. Uh, Sam Paley. Sam Paley. Sam Paley got to it down to 11.2. So he's 2.6 seconds off the front of the field. Well, and he was saying that working with somebody with the draft, going through the bus stop is worth a second and a half. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. The fact that he is uh, slightly off the pace. Here's the... Hinch is pitted. Hayash is uh, pitted. Everybody's pitting from that other group. Yep. So just waiting. Sam, All of them have seen it now. Sam Paley's taken the chequered flag. So we can wrap things up here uh, with the news that in FP2, Free Performance 2, Free Performance. 
Free performance too. Sorry, that's what it's going to be Ford from now. Performance. Uh, free practice too. There free we go. performance. I'm just making up session names <laughs> as I as I go along here. Uh, Gresham Wagner uh, for Spark Performance is on a two oh eight six two nine. That's about half a second away from the lap record here. Robert Neuecker, uh, in the end, finishes up on a 2.088. Uh, that's two and a half tenths of a second. And he's a tenth away from third place, Jared Thomas. The top three, the only three drivers in the 68-second mark. Aaron Johnson improved on his last full lap to take fourth position. Hinchcliffe in fifth for JTR. Sixth for Celine Roland for Hickson. Glenn McGee in seventh for JTR. Uh, and eighth is Jean Jodoin for McCombie McAleer Racing. Ninth, Max Opalski for Copeland. And the best of the rookies on fairly home ground. The man from New Jersey. Uh, Hickson Motorsports, Thomas Annunziata in 10th place in the number 10 car. Thanks to Shea Adam, it will be qualifying the next time we see these Mazda MX-5s on track as we head toward two live sound and vision covered races for the Idemitsu Mazda MX-5s this weekend. We'll have it live for you and free here in the States and further afield on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.